News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Up to 72 children from Ireland remain on the waiting list of the Tavistock Gender Identity Clinic in the UK, which was the subject of a highly critical review and is currently being wound down. Professor Donald O'Shea, a consultant endocrinologist, uh, joins us now. Uh, Donald, just remind us, we've covered uh, Tavistock uh, a, a couple of times, a few times on the show. We've interviewed the, uh, the author of a, of a brilliant, uh, searing uh, insight into what was happening at Tavistock. But just remind listeners uh, the problems that existed at the uh, at the clinic at Tavistock. Yeah, so I mean it links to what you were saying ideology is bad. Um and uh, there is was a view that somebody who was uh, gender questioning uh, should be affirmed in their journey. Um and the Tavistock very much took that view, moved away from assessing whether the individual uh, was gender questioning, gender fluid, needed to explore their gender and went ahead with their current wish, which was to affirm their transition from male to female or from female to male. And we were seeing people from the Tavistock uh, who'd been assessed uh, and who'd been started on treatment. And they clearly were still questioning uh, and not ready to make uh, take those steps. So the Tavistock worked for maybe five to ten percent of individuals, but certainly for ninety percent of the paid individuals we deal with, uh, they need time to explore their gender. They need time to their next step on their gender journey, and uh, the the kind of the ideology and the media narrative of uh, gender and trans represent about 10% of our uh, patients. 90% of our individuals attending the clinic need time to think, need support, uh, need social work, need occupational therapy so they can transition personally, socially, uh, and then medically is really important. Uh, and then surgically is really important, but it needs to be, uh, you know, a, a gentle journey that involves okay. family, friends, work. Given the huge problems at Tavistock and the way it um, has been exposed and the, the, the goings on there has been exposed in, in the in the CAS report, does it surprise you that there we still have children in this country being referred there by the HSE and there are children on a waiting list for it. Does that surprise you? Does it shock you? Does it disappoint you? Um, it, it disappoints me. It does disappoint me. I mean, I think the Tavistock, because being, it's being so closely watched now, is probably no longer doing the affirming uh, off you go, start the treatment approach and maybe is becoming more holistic. So I would hope it's safer but I don't know it's safer. And when you outsource treatment to uh, another country, uh, you run the risk of exactly what has happened with with Tavistock, of individuals been set off down a road that if you were dealing with them properly uh, and within our own system, which the HSE are now saying they want to start doing, uh, you you wouldn't have. And and the backlash is happening in, in the UK uh, with individuals who've been through the Tavistock who are going, hang on a second, uh, you know, 
I shouldn't have uh, been sent down a surgical route uh, at a young age, uh, and and now, uh, you know, my life is not what I wanted to be. So we we shouldn't be outsourcing. We should be developing the services here. Uh, that's what the HSE have uh, leadership have said they want to start doing, um, and and I hope they do that. But it needs to happen. Final question. It strikes me if we were talking about any other area of the health service where children were still being referred to a discredited service, there would be uproar in the doll. The Minister for Health would be under extreme pressure. The opposition would be banging the tables. And yet there is almost silence in the Oireachtas about that. Does that surprise you? Why do you think that is? Uh, it surprises me. It, uh, it disappoints me. Uh, I, I think we will look on the area of gender and how ideology has hijacked um, th- that space, silenced our politicians, uh, informed leadership uh, in the the HSE incorrectly, uh, and and they haven't listened uh, quickly enough to the true patient voice and to the clinician's voice. Uh, you know, we've been dealing with this uh, for the last 25 years. We've called out the problems at the Tavistock. Yeah, import, uh, important Hillary to stress, important to stress uh, uh, Professor, you're somebody who helps people transition. Uh, it is important to, re- to remind people of that. Uh, you're, you're coming from this, from an experience of having helped many people transition. Oh, look, and, and the most positive outcomes in my career beyond obesity uh, are individuals who have transitioned appropriately with the support of their families, uh, socially, at work, etc. Fantastic outcomes done properly, uh, done badly, uh, done quickly, done according to the media narrative, and I mean that in the trans activist narrative. Uh, It's a disaster where I would say 90%. So you've got to find the 10% where the outcomes are magnificent and you've got to make sure that the other 90% aren't sitting there uh, having transitioned or partly transitioned going, oh my God, how did that happen? Professor Don Lachey, consultant endocrinologist, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.